don't try to yeah. blame someone else. Absolutely. Yeah. He said, I wish somebody would have told me. So I'm, I'm sure maybe somebody like mentioned somebody. I'm sure they probably said it like some, every other service. Yeah, yeah. such a ne- negative habit of oh, peace. Bye. Go. Compared to just making yourself available. What's up, everybody? Hope hey. you are well. Hey. Hope up, you yo? enjoyed uh, that little video there. Uh, we are full all together for the first time ever. Whoa. Hey. Uh, I don't think we've ever done a live stream together with the whole band since we went on the, the retreat. Last, like a couple the of, last one that we did. <laughs> since the last one that we did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Come exactly right. Um, if you're here, uh, thanks for being here and thanks for recording or watching live rather. Um, and if you are on YouTube, uh, hit the subscribe button and the bell. So we're trying to get to a thousand subscribers. That would be awesome. Uh, if we can do that on YouTube. Uh, but our plan today is we're just going to kind of talk through some topics. Uh, you know, car rides are fun. Uh, when we're going to shows and camps and stuff like that, uh, we have some good conversation. And so my hope is that we can kind of just highlight that uh, today uh, and kind of share that with you. If you are here and watching, uh, drop some comments if you have them for us in the chat. Uh, we'd love to talk to you, answer any questions that you have about what we're doing. Um, but first, since it has been a minute since we've been together, maybe somebody has found us for the first time or listening to this and doesn't really know who you guys are, I'd love for you guys just to give an intro, especially you, Dan, because uh, you definitely weren't. Yeah. You were running camera last My boy, Dan. Yeah. On the live stream. So, Dan, did the man. Finally made it. Finally made it Dike in front of the camera. Dike Dike. And, uh, yeah, I'm Daniel. Um, I'm playing electric now. Uh, shout out Chris, who used to be the electric guitarist. Shout out. Um, I don't know. What do you What do you want me to say? Uh, give me like a favorite musician. Favorite musician. Yeah, like or what? What? What do you? What do you? What are you rocking right now on Spotify? Um, honestly, I that's a great question, and I think the last thing that I've been listening to is Oliver Ar- Arnold's. Olafur Olafur Arnold's and he does like some really chill piano stuff. He's he's a Grammy award winning mm. piano player who just does like like prepared piano chill and he does a bunch of um like scores for oh, films as little movies and stuff like that. So that's dope. That's been my work. So it's all instrumental. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think there's some vocals on some of them <laughs> and then sometimes he'll use like vocal samples. Like on one track he has uh I think it's like a 150-year-old record, like one of the first recorded sounds, and it's of a an Inuit um, throat singing, where like they do this. Beer. It's not like that. They have their own type of throat singing. It's really breathy. I'm not going to try to do it. <laughs> no. You should go listen to it. Go for it. <laughs> it's kind of like that. <laughs> it's kind of like that vibe. And then he has that playing, and it loops, and he uses a... A like 150 year old recording as a sample yeah. in one of his okay so nice yep that's lit all right greg lit. greg what's your name man my also f- hold on before we launch into that i'm looking at the audio samples and it looks fine okay. but if you can't hear us or you need more volume let us know for sure uh but know. go ahead greg well that's my name hey lily um <laughs> my name is greg oh lily hey lily love you girl sis um my name is greg moore i play bass um I think I'm the second to oldest member here. Uh, it's been great. It's been a great run. About seven years now, seven years-ish, maybe eight years. Man, dude, I was like 22 when I met T. I'll be 30 this year, dog. That's kind of crazy. But, um, yeah, it's good to be back with the fellas, man. Yeah, just getting some get some grind in with the with the work and um, letting Laura move, man. 
what my ears have been on. It's funny because um, I've also been on like some film scoring vibes. I cannot think of dude's okay. name, but he literally writes all the film scoring with like the old school Beetlejuice to anything like early 2000s Spider-Man to, I mean, you name it, bro. Like he's killing uh, so Zimmer, like, thank you. Uh, Alan, it's not, it's not Hans Zimmer nor Allen. I forgot his name. He's he's a low key cat, but um, his money ain't low key. So I know he made that check. I know he's making that check. But yeah, man, I just been like on a vibe of just instrumental music, like, and um, just anything that anybody wants to suggest to me. But yeah, that's what I've been on. Nice. Yeah, yeah bro. Hey, y'all, I'm Anthony. I am the drummer for Elimination. Going on about six years now as official drummer. So super excited to have been on, on this amazing journey. Um, current music that I'm studying, I really, I'm not studying any music in particular at this moment. Um, this year I decided to like, you know, just take time to really find myself and find out what I'm good at, what I like, what can I create without any inspiration, you know? Um, but uh, producers, I, I guess that have inspired me. I'm a music producer as well, too. Um, and so uh, Aaron Lindsay is a huge heavy hitter in the gospel industry and CCM side of things. Um, Aaron Lindsay is one of my favorite producers. Um, so one of the games. Yeah. yeah, he's produced a ton of music across the spectrum of Christian Jerry the Barry Gordy right now. Yeah. Like, awesome yeah. Like you call him like the Barry Gordy. That is. Should I know who that is? Yes. Who Aaron Lindsay, right? You mean Barry Gordon? Or Rick okay. Yeah, he wrote like all the like Motown, like stat okay. records kind of stuff. Like, he was the guy running the shit. Responsible for Mike. Yeah. Nice. Well, uh, yeah, that's what cool. it though. Thanks, guys. Um, all right, guys, we'll see you next time on the fight. Hey, <laughs> right. Um, cool. So, one of the things we like to do is we kind of like to talk about current events going on in Christian music scene, stuff like that. I'd, I also wanted to kind of throw back uh, Kirk Franklin. <laughs> we have, we have, a lot of conversations around what Kirk's doing, what he's up to. Uh, but I was watching this podcast um, with Tim Ross. We were talking about that too. We, we might touch on that. But I was watching this podcast back um, and they kind of featured old Kirk. Uh, and he's talking about a struggle that he had with uh, sin and what he was dealing with um, in particular regarding like porn and stuff like that and, and how he kind of slipped through the cracks as a, as a music minister at his church and uh, what his kind of passion was behind that so i'm gonna play the clip and i just want to kind of hear you guys uh what you think about it okay uh, so let me pull it up here uh and like i said before if you guys have any questions uh that you have for for any of the guys you let me know uh let me make sure i have the right clip pulled up here uh, all right so this is kirk he's kind of he, he'll kind of he's already kind of introed it like i just did and mm -hmm. uh, we kind of had a conversation about this before mm -hmm. um but he's going to launch into kind of why he thinks he got away with it for so long without being uh, found out, I guess he will. So here is this. About the fact that I wish somebody would have taught me a long time ago the repercussions of sex and flesh and lust and vanity and pride and ego and, and, and all these other things. I wish somebody would have been holding my love behind accountable years ago. But let me see what happens to the kid. I don't know that sound is, but y'all got it. The gifted in the church, they slip right through. Why? Because the gifted are able to naturally and emotionally control the atmosphere of the service. So we relate to you based on the gift, right? So what he just said there, let me, the audio is kind of iffy, but what he said is uh, the gifted slip through. So if you're gifted in the church, if you're, uh, you know, a music minister, if you're have any talent at all, no one asks 
where you're going after service. No one asks what you're doing after service. Um, I've seen examples of this. I've, I've thought about this a bit. I've, I've seen, we've ha talked about this a little bit. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that's true? Have you seen that in your context at church where, or been in ministries in the past where it's like, yeah, like, you know, they're, they're super skilled. So we don't want to really want to upset them and call out their sin if they're dealing with something because we, we need them to perform. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think the beauty of being the gifted or gifted is that uh, you have a uniqueness that's not a common, like um, a common, I guess, practice that the ordinary person can't do in the church. Okay. So I think they're so starstruck at what you can do. Um, almost like, I guess, if you will, like what the paparazzi do to celebrities, how they literally just, I mean, invade all their privacy, but have no concern of their privacy because they're s such, you know, big uh, figures like within the industry, you know, in the film the industry, uh, sports industry, whatever it is compared to their well-being. So I think they're just so starstruck on who they are and just wanting to get, 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 get compared to their their inner means of, um, you know, mental health or uh, physical health, whatever the means is. And I think that's the same thing with church sometimes yeah. is that they're so elite at what they do, especially when you're really good and approachable as well. I think all due credit to Kurt. Um, I don't... Well, I know we don't know him personally, but I could, I guess it's safe to say he's probably very approachable in what he does yeah. to, to people. And he's so live and just so animated on stage that they're just so synced into that and that they disregard absolutely the personal well-being. Yeah, so, so yeah, I do uh, agree with that. And we see that a lot, uh, fortunately. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think he, he goes on later to say like, hey, yeah, if you're if you're performing well, if you're doing what you need to do to pull off the service, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like we wouldn't think that's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, we would we would say, you know, like no, there need to be boundaries. You need to be like being discipled and developed and calling out sin, that sort of thing. Uh, so, if you were talking to a young Kirk or like a younger guy, girl coming up, like he or she's trying to do art in the church, uh, and they're wrestling with stuff like just sin that they need to deal with, um, what would you say? What 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 would be some things that you do? to help lead them down the path of righteousness of sorts. You know, I think it's interesting because he says, he says, I wish someone had told me such and such, you know, about sin. And that to me feels like, I mean, that's a major cop out. If you're in the church, you know, it's people are telling you every single yeah. day. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So number, <laughs> don't try to blame Yo, someone else. Absolutely. Yeah. He said, I wish somebody would have told me. So well, I'm, I'm sure maybe somebody like mentioned somebody. It. I'm sure they probably said it like, every other service. Yeah, yeah. And so that's fair. What I would tell the the young person who is beginning their their career, their journey as someone who's skilled in the church is it's as far as you should think, it's it's on you to be mentored and be discipled. You have to seek that out. If you don't or you or you shy away from it and you push people away, you're going to end up in that situation yeah. because you're not supported. Yeah. And you don't have people who are you're able to go to when things get tough. And so instead of going to that person who can be a mentor or can, who can be strength in that moment, you're going to something else, which is probably sin or a coping mechanism, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's probably what I would say. And then to add on that, add it. Uh, you are correct to where there had to been multiple sources telling him this, especially like when he, I mean, he was very passionate about, yeah. he wouldn't say, man, I wish somebody did. I wish somebody would have. So you can obviously see that there are some scars to a means of where 
well, actually, man, you were probably the one that hindered your own self in doing that, as well as it means if you pull them to the side and give them healthy, constructive criticism, backing up scripture with it. Um, If you're not careful, if he gets away with it and you're in a public stance, then the next person is going to think that's OK. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if if the worship leader thinks, OK, yeah, I can do X, Y, Z, then so will the deacon. So will the minister. So will the usher. So will the youth and whatnot. And then it's almost like um, I love the scripture where, where it's descriptive how. God, he's no respecter of person, meaning that everybody has the same playing field of love. And so why would I show favoritism to this particular person? But this particular sister or brother is going through the same thing. But because, like you said, they're they're not as gifted as in the limelight. Well, they have the the, the, the bypass card, you know, to do so. Yeah. And so uh, so to get it, I mean, straightforward. And I do believe the source that it's coming from, from a respectful source um, that is very receptive as well to that. But to. Uh, just to get it as quick as you can before it sp- spreads like wildfire, man. Yeah. Ser- yeah, yeah. Seriously, man. Yeah. Now, as a, as a leader, as a musician, as somebody on stage, what are some things that you're doing? So we're we're at a camp right now, um, playing this weekend, and one of the things we love about doing that is we get to sometimes talk with the kids if they're out about this one. They're kind of all over the place, but um, specifically in your churches, as a leader, as a musician, as an artist on stage. What are some things you guys do to make yourself approachable? Like, cause I, I find that in, in CCM culture, a lot of times like guys are just like ducking back into the green room, like service is done. As far as like the artists on stage. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, got yeah. Service got is done in the green room. Yeah, yeah. Like can't talk to me and I'm not going to talk to you. How do you, how do you deal with that? Like if another artist is like, yo, I, I'm dealing with something I need to chat. How do you make yourself available? Like if they're willing to yeah, talk yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah. I know these are hard Wow. No, this is great. Good. We get a little loose. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I, honestly, I think, you know, as long as you're a a person who's comfortable with, you know, with talking to someone, you know, um, I think just seeing how their well-being is. Um, yeah, just really just seeing how they are. Um, asking them questions, you know, not asking, you know, the nitty gritty. Hey, what are you going through? Yeah. Maybe just asking things to lead up to where you know maybe what's been going on maybe asking about their home church what's going on there um you know how is the relationship between you as the artist and your worship team um you know you as a person you know it's like doors within doors you know you can ask one question and then it'll lead to something else so i think starting with like the basics you know how are you um you know if they travel a lot maybe asking them what's your experience like you know going to different facilities uh, camps, uh, concerts, um, how, what's it like wor- working with people and, um, who knows, probably some, a uh, major convo can open up and then, um, convo can, can get so good to where a relationship can birth, uh, from that, um, yeah. afterwards. So, um, yeah, yeah, I guess to answer, just interject and say, Hey, how's it going? Uh, a simple, how are you doing? Can just lead to so many things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I think even like bringing cats along with you like that's one thing i want to start doing if i can like having people come along with the illumination project on the road right right uh doing whatever we're doing just because there's 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 nothing like being together in the same room or in the same car and having those conversations and i think it's so easy as somebody on a stage to just isolate yourself duck back in the green absolutely and not talk to anyone right um, but that's not good for your soul. It's not good for anybody else's soul. Yeah, bro. Um, and it's just like a part of community that I think is really easy for artists to like mm. fall into the pattern. And I, I mean, I find myself doing that, especially when we do camps and stuff and get, I get tired. I'm just like, 
you always need to go take a nap, you know, especially if they're like back to back to back. For sure. Uh, Dan, you got anything? You're, you're... I don't understand the question. Okay. Who, who are we talking about? <laughs> so, you said people go into the green room. Are you talking about in a church context? Yeah, yeah. I, I think in, it, yeah, in, the, in a church context, yeah. Okay. Like, so like, so the, as a leader, as a, so leader, as, as a leader in church, how do you make yourself available to your, to church members? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you just go Thank out. You. you just don't go to the green room. Don't go to the green room. Yeah. Simple. Dan's like, I, I, we're trying to overcomplicate this. I mean, I, 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 I hope yeah. what you said. Yeah. I just didn't, I guess I didn't get the question. No, now I do. I realized I didn't answer it in that way that you said the question. I thought. I was good. No, you yeah. dropped drop some gold. Greg's, Greg's got something. No, literally just doing the opposite. Like yeah. you said, just don't literally put your instrument down and make yourself available. Also, to take a step further, I, I try my best to make the conversation nothing about me and all about them. All about yeah. them. Literally, it could just be off of, uh, yo, man, like, hey, man, I like the kicks that you're wearing. Or, man, um, yo, man, how you been enjoying this session this week? Or uh, there may be something sports related. I think it's so vital that you have to make everybody in the room equally as important as, you know, for the boss that you're working with, for, you know, to the pastor that you respect. I don't care if you're a five-year-old. And I want to make the same respect I have for the pastor, same respect yeah. I got for that for that 10-year-old. And we do that. Thank, thank God we do do that. And I mean that respectfully, you know, because there's a lot of crews that do literally what you just said. They just and they do this consecutively. I mean, it's it's, it's such a ne- negative habit of oh, peace, bye, go. Yeah. Compared to just making yourself available and just making it about them. Uh, compared to yeah, yeah, you know, I've been yeah, I'm just kind of tired of me. And now if it's all me, 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 then that just leaves no you know opportunity. But yeah, just making yourself available. Yeah, just act like a, a real person, a real yeah. regular person, just a chill person. It really is really simple, but I, I don't know why. But like we we can overcomplicate it. Well, I think a lot of the time you're tired. Yeah, like after a set mm-hmm. on Sunday morning or when we do this, most of the time it's like you're putting it all in there. You want to leave it all out on the stage, and then you want to just like shut down. Mm-hmm. But I think honestly, Greg, I feel like I've seen you do this and learn from you. It's like oh, bro. Greg puts his bass down and then walks out. Yeah. yeah, and is just gonna go find somebody yeah. and just, just talk. Up. Just to talk, and then yeah. get their merch. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then point them towards the merch table. Yeah, we uh, what was the church? Um, oh man, it's in Raleigh. I can't think of it. I'm slipping, but um, there was a late. I think she came to me and Dan. Sweetest. Dan. Oh yeah, yeah. Had to been like in her late sixties, maybe. And um, oh, I know. Love you guys, love you, love you, love you. Cause I can go. Well, man, if you love her so much, <laughs> you can, oh yeah, you can slide right the lady, with yeah. her. Yeah. You can invest in some IP. Yeah. As, as, as she was right she there, she said, yeah. she did, said, well, you know what? I'm going to get back with you, baby. I'm going to get yeah. back. Oh, yeah. she, was like, she was a doctor, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's good. I love it. Elise, I'm sorry. Elise, yeah, call really good. She said, it's important uh, to spread God's light everywhere you go, even through conversation. Yeah, that's yeah. super true. Absolutely. Yeah. Micah Ford, two of the most... Uh, Two of the most genuine, without malice people I know. Oh, who's that? Oh, Mike. Oh, that's my brother, Mike. Yeah. yeah. That's my me and Dan over here just sitting <laughs> malice. Just maliced up over here. <laughs> no, Mike, if you, if you knew these guys. And, oh, man. Yeah. Same. Mike, is Mike if you knew us, you'd say, no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> my brother, I Mike. Watch my brother. <laughs> my brother. No, I love Reggie. Oh, oh DeAndre. DeAndre. Reggie. DeAndre, love you guys. Oh, everybody's everybody's up in here. Yeah. Okay. Love this. Cool. Um, before we jump to the next topic, uh, like Greg said, I want people, if you're new to this, kind of what we're doing, 
uh, we want to provide spaces where you can kind of grow spiritually um, and just connect with us more on a different level. Uh, so watch this and we'll be right back with another another topic. Are you tired of getting the same old thing from artists? A song on Spotify for you to listen to and then move on to the next one? Us too. That's why we started The Crew. The Crew is a Patreon community where you get to partner with us in creating to bring glory to the creator. And as a member, you'll get things like merchandise discounts, access to live streams that aren't shown anywhere else, along with devotional content that we're calling memos and meditations. But it's more than just the perks that you get. It's about being part of something larger than yourself and larger than what we're trying to do, which is providing a contrast culture and the things that are out there. Providing art that is engaging and creative and encouraging those in their walk with Jesus. That's what we're trying to do. So head over, join our Patreon, join the crew for less than $5 a month. You can join us over there and just watch and see what we can do together. I'm really excited about 2023. I hope you are too. So I'll see you over there. Click over, join the crew. See you inside.